The world is old and the powers are weary. The god at the door of night has fallen and the great enemy of the world has come back from the timeless void. The shadow has awakened the great evils to regain dominion over Ardar. Darkness shall cover the land if not for the deeds of a small fellowship of elf friends. Join the players of this Dungeons and Dragons campaign as they fulfill the events of the Dagor Daggeron prophecy and strive with Morgoth on the plains of Valinor. Welcome to the Undying Lands in Part 3 of the Inglorian Bastards Trilogy, Trials of the Valar. You appear in, in Ilmarin. Uh, Azelandor almost shoots Ingwe with the sunbeam. Alright, and you guys see um, you guys see Lorien, or sometimes called Irmo, um, standing above uh, near Vanya and Ulmo, and Tilian and Arian, all people that you have freed in your trials. Nice. Also, does Goldberry stay with us? Spirit Goldberry? Uh, you can still get a little bit of heal out of that. No, I think I think uh, traveling through the portal breaks your concentration. Uh, so, so you guys are here, um, and Lorian, I guess would, would, would kind of come up to you and I haven't really showed you much what these guys look like. Lorian is also sort of the master of visions and dreams. Um, um, and he would say, you know, thank you for, for waking me. Um, I'm still not at, at, um, at my full strength. None of us are. Uh, there's still much to do, but the other tree, um, he looks at Tessero and he says, um, we, we must, uh, we must regrow Telperion. Um, and, and, and as he's looking at Tessero, he says, Laurelin is, um, is still growing. You must keep her safe. (laughs) So, I I mean, you you guys are kind of just standing there. You want to ask them anything? What do you want to do? Uh, am I gonna happen? Happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen to Tessera? Yeah. Um, Lorian <laughs> says, um, would say, this is the, the, the accord that he struck with Goldberry. Um, he is to become, he, he is to become the, the golden tree in his Elohar. Um, and Tessera will be the, um, sort of a, a guardian spirit, um, at, at his Elohar. Okay. Oh, that's not such a bad way to go. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it could be worse. I was gonna say that's kind of dark. Yeah, you could have been freaking eaten by a uh, glowworm. That would have been freaking bad. I mean, you know, you can have exactly. I love that he says that, and you guys are just like, "Oh, okay." Uh, you, you can you can further. I, think, I personally think it's dark. Like, yeah, like you struck a deal, and now you die, dude. Like, you know, I'm not dead. I'm a tree. You die. There's a child as like the, the two of the most important living things on the planet. Right. I think that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. You, you can have further discussion if you'd like. I mean, if, if uh, Tessera, this is up to you. This is your, you know, you could ask him if there's a way out of it or, or whatever. It's your destiny, dude. You I can leave the, I can leave the tree like as a spirit sort of, right? You can't go far, but yes. Yeah. The character can emerge from the tree and travel the lands around it, but the tree remains its home and roots him to the world. As long as the tree remains healthy and unharmed, the character stays forever youthful. If the tree is harmed, he suffers. If the tree is ever destroyed, the character descends into madness. Oh, shit. Right? right. (laughs) Well, I guess this is one of the safer places to have a tree, have the tree, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the other the other thing is like you've only done three of the trials. Uh, there's there's five more trials and a battle against Morgoth, and you're one of the two trees. So, you know, there's that to consider as well. Tesseros probably. Is there any way? Uh, yeah, just be like. So we need him to finish the, the trials. Is there a way to temporarily uh, slow down the process or what? Like that? He he says there is there there is one possibility. Um, and that would be, um, I'll share a lore card with you, um, something called Miravore. Um, and maybe, I think, a Zelendor. You want to read this to them, MJ? You would have heard of this. Um, yes, what's that, what, what's that word again? Miravore. Miravore was the nectar of the Vala made from the Ivana flowers resting in the waters of the wells of Varda. The name Men of War refers to a re- uh, reviving coil of the elves in Rivendale, a liqueur with the power to grant renewed vigor and strength. Elrond gave a flask of the coil of Imladris. Imladris, thank you, to Gandalf with the company of the ring departed on their selfhood journey. Gandalf used this drink to revitalize themselves. On uh, Carapace, when they were heading through the mountains. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Minuvor was the uh, was created in the same way as was Minuvore, uh, however, at a fraction of its potency. So I, I put the second paragraph in there so you would have some frame of reference. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. There's a, Wait, there's, that, um, that's not what it was like uh, used on um, Frodo when he got to Rivendell, was it? I suppose that that could be what um, sort of the magic of Elrond, right, or the whatever they call it, the. Right. Right. The healing arts, right? Um, it, yeah, it definitely could be. Um, so the this cordial of the elves was created in a similar fashion as Miravore, which is which is the cordial of the Valar. Um, but you could only get Miravore from the flowers of Yavanna growing in the waters of uh, Varda, in, in the wells of Varda. Um, and Zelendor, the character who who's an elf, whose job it was to, he's named after the hill on which the two trees grew on. The wells of Varda were the the pools of water surrounding the two trees. That the 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 water was actually created from the dew falling off of the two trees. And um, I'm taking a freaking long while, dude. <laughs> yeah. So so let me share with you the wells of Varda. Someone want to share this? Maybe uh, maybe John could read this since one of his kin drank the wells. The wells of Varda were the great pools beneath the two trees in Balnor, created by Varda to store the duty that fell from Merlin and Telperion. Yeah. Wells were drained by Angolians in the darkening of Valor. While drinking, she moved to U.S. Pacificus, and even Melkor feel here. <laughs> so you guys get where, what he's saying. So Lorian told you there is this cordial that could, he didn't really say what it could do, um, but but he says this is, um, you, you basically asked, like, what, what did you ask, Faradir? Uh, you asked, is there any way to slow down the until we're done with the trials? Yeah, so, um, so he mentions this cordial, um, but he, he also says that this cordial hasn't existed since the darkening of Valinor, since the, the, the wells of Varda were drained by Ungoliant, and the two trees disappeared, and the flowers of Yavanna have not grown in the wells, obviously. So, um, you know, if you're interested in this, you know, him sort of recreating this cordial, or the, the other gods creating this cordial, you will have to recover the two trees and you'll have to somehow restore the wells of Varda, which is one of the trials. Um, so look at that. Look at that. So let's look at 
and I, w- I would I would drink it to slow it down or something. Um, he didn't specify what would happen to you. Would you like to ask? Sure. Well, I'll tell you what. We have something here that might help with this. Um, well, it doesn't actually specify. So um, he, he says that the cordial um, has restorative properties, and he's not exactly sure what will happen, um, but it is possible that it could either slow the progression or that it might be able to separate you from the cloak. Um, and the tr- and you can guess which trial, uh, basically recovering the wells of Varda. Probably the trial of Varda with the water drop yeah. We got the cinerals and we're getting the trees. Yeah. We're watering the trees. And then we light them on fire. <laughs> and we chain them to the ground. Throw a party with the hearts. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. That's canon. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, so he would um so you would tell him that your your plan is to go to Mental Tarma and do the trial of Yavana to uh, to recover a sapling of Telperion. Um, and you've, if you somebody wants to look in your quest journal, uh, which is right here, we know that there's something else in Mental Tarma, which you're excited about. Um, remember the elf that died that got kind of smashed by the ship when it fell out of the sky? Arendil? Yep. yep. His, um, his uh, father, I believe, Tuor, um, and his mother, Idril, you guys met them at the Tower of Pearl. Tuor was a human, and Idril was an elf, so their whole line are called the Half-Elven. Arendil, Elrond, Elros, all of them, all the way on down. Uh, Arian, or, um, Arwen, sorry. Um, all of them are sort of half-elven, even, <laughs> um, I, I don't know, even kind of the Dunedain, if you, you know. Yeah, kind of. Why, why are they half-elven? Well, they're, uh, they're the offspring of Elros, the half-elven that chose to live a human life. Oh, no, no, no. What about uh, Elrond? Yeah, other ones like that. Elrond is also half-elf, but he chose to live uh, the life of the firstborn. Yeah. So they... his, one of his parents was uh, human. Okay, really? Yeah. And those are the people that we're talking about now, Tuor and Idril. Um, so they this some of these guys met them at the Tower of Pearl in the last campaign, and um Actually, Tuor was killed by the Shadow in Turin Turinbar, and but Tuor's axe was an heirloom of Numenor and was kept supposedly in Metal Tarma, which is the which is the place you're going now. If somebody wants to sort of brush up on that, Metal Tarma's right here. Someone wants to read that. Metal Tarma. Its name means Pillar of Heaven in Quenya. Uh, highest peak of Numenor, now the only part of the massive island that is above water. No man has no man has ever known to reach it. So it is said that from Metal Tarma, you can see the unreachable blessed realm, which is the realm but you're in right now. Birds and other animals did not approach the place. Only eagles and monrays were being circling over the summit and were guarded as sacred gardens for the mountains all the way. And speaking of which, I, I was wondering this this week. You guys haven't ever asked me about Manwe. Manwe is the king of the gods. He's nowhere to be seen on this map, and nobody's asked me about him. Oh, yeah. you're, you're in his palace. The worst man. I just assumed he was there. I didn't even look at the names. So that's a good question. <laughs> All right, so uh, let me show you a map, too, so we can kind of orient you to... Um, so you guys are on... Do you see where it says Valmar on the continent on the left? Um, you guys are on that mountain um, right next to it called Tani Quetel. 
you're in a palace called Ilmarin, right, which is where the Palace of Manwe is, where you are. Uh, you've spent time on Tol Arasea. You've spent time at the Tower of Pearl to the to the east um, in the in the shadowy seas, and that big amoeba run, running the Numenor is where the the Numenorians came from, and and then the good Numenorians came to Middle Earth, and those were the Dunedain, like people like Strider, and all the kings of Gondor, and the bad ones went to Umbar, and you guys fought some of the black Numenorians, the kings. Uh -oh. Um, and they, they were the bad guys in the south, um, and they you fought them in the first campaign. You fought them actually at the beginning of this campaign when the bad Numenorians came out of the ground in the Caves of the Forgotten. Um, but Numenor doesn't exist anymore. Only the highest peak in the very center of the island, um, which was called Meneltarma. And it was a it was a hallowed place that not even that, that animals didn't go to, the birds didn't go to, only the eagles of Manwe. And if you um, if you wonder why eagles always seem to save the day in all of Tolkien's books and movies, um, the eagles were not just animals. They were they were something else entirely, and they serve they they served Manwe, the head, the king of the gods. Uh, so what? All right. So like, why did he just? In many ways, why did he just send his eagle friends to like help us along or up they, the rating? I mean, he, he only got involved in certain moments. The eagles saying, like, like like literally, it's probably like just Deus Ex Machina, but like, could you give a reason why? Well, the eagles have helped in every. The eagles helped in the War of Wrath. The, he, right. the eagles saved people from Thangordrim. Um, the, the eagles uh, took people to and from the Hidden Kingdom in the Silmarillion. Um, the eagles have uh, assisted with uh, Gandalf, have assisted in other... They, I think they fought in the Battle of the Five Armies. So the, the last thing that Bobo hears before he passes out. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so they've been everywhere, and they have helped. And, in fact, in this campaign... They helped you guys battle the Balrog in the first, or the the Shadow, who looked like a Balrog, in the end of the first campaign. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't think they showed up in the second campaign, but you know, they've been around. All right, so is everybody clear what's what's happening? What's about to happen? you more refresh. You guys are are heading to the island of Numenor, which is which is all underwater except for the highest peak called Mental Tarma. You were told by. Idriel and Tour. Actually, you were told by Idriel that Tour kept his heirloom axe called Dramberleg in Metal Tarma. But that's not the trial you're doing. You found that out in the second campaign. The trial you're doing is the trial of Yavanna, and that is the trial that basically says uh, to find a, a sapling of the white tree, one of the two trees. And that tree was called originally was called Telperion. Um, and I have some lore cards from the second campaign here that I'll share with you. Um, so the white tree, the white tree of Gondor, do you remember in Return of the King when they made a big deal about the white tree flowering? <coughs> yeah, because it was basically dead. Right. Well, that, that tree was the, the offspring of the offspring of the offspring of the offspring of Telperion. Um, and so the tree that, there used to be a white tree on Numenor named Nimloth, and you are... Um, the, the gods have sort of directed you there. Supposedly Nimloth was destroyed. Um, Sauron, Sauron told the Numenorians to cut it down before the island was flooded. But, but they're telling you now that there was a sapling of Nimloth, one of the white trees, a sapling of the sapling of Telperion that's still on Metal Tarma, the island of Numenor. Am I, is this too lorry? Are you guys following me? Okay, um, so you guys have to decide, are you going to do a long rest or a short rest? 
I'm cool with the short rest, but I think for Sarah's your city. Oh, I can I can use my um I can use my hit the short rest. Short rest is fine. Okay. Okay, so um, you guys, since you didn't take a long rest, we'll do. Um, you guys have. Um, we took a short rest, right? Right, correct. We are gonna. I'm gonna take you to Metal Tarma. Uh, plus four, it's eleven. Hey, an eagle! Oh shit! Let's get your ride, eagle. Those are humongous eagles. And um, I need you to do a blighted lands check, uh, which is oh. a which a, a wisdom save. And for Tessero, um, do a blighted lands check, but then it's a dexterity decrease and a guardian form hit point increase. All right, and you guys, before you left, um, Lorian or maybe Ingwe would tell you um, a little bit about um, Queen Beruviel. Remember, um, Idriel had told you that to, to seek Queen Beruviel for Dremberleg. Um, so I wanted to share this with you. If someone wants to, maybe somebody from the other campaign who was there for it can read this. So the first the, the first line is the first line is a quote from uh, probably uh, well one of one of the books maybe Fellowship. Uh, so Aragorn says this when Gandalf is trying to find his way in the dark in Moria, I believe. Gandalf is sure. Finding a way home in the blind, blind night and the cats couldn't go to the seal. Uh huh. See, only let her cats now. I don't know about her. Well, there's a there's a line beneath it. With the cats, you were spies. Someone want to read that, or you, you can you all are you all reading it silently? I haven't read um, it. I, I accidentally clicked my... I can read it, right? Yeah. Black Numenorean queen from Umbar, who was uh, wed to the king of Gondor in the late 1800s of the Third Age for good reasons. She was on one light and was later put on her house. In fact, Umbar by a thing. She had nine black cats and one white cat that followed her everywhere that she used as spies. So the the only account of Queen Beruviel other than the line, the one line in The Lord of the Rings um, came in Unfinished Tales, which was a book published by Christopher Tolkien of some of his father's fragments of stories. And um, it's kind of not clear what happened to her after she was put on the boat. Some people think she made it back home to Umbar. Um, not according to my mythos, though. She went somewhere else entirely. All right, so you guys are on Metal Tarma. And you know a little bit about someone who you're going to encounter here. She's uh, Queen Beruviel is a little bit like um, like the the Entwives in terms of Tolkien lore. Like just like one reference to her, and um, but like it's like a very interesting. Tolkien was so good at like just mentioning one thing, like something that he obviously had thought of a lot, and it was embedded in the history of his world, but like just left people like wanting more. <laughs> By the way, the end said wives. Okay, moving on. Yep, yeah, exactly. And they lost them? Like, what the hell? So you're on Numenor. It's the f so this would be a big moment for Faradir. This is his homeland. Oh, guide us homeland. Well, he's never been here, really. I mean, it's this is his the homeland, I should say, of his ancestors. Oh, okay. So those eagle statues are real eagles? They're real eagles that they have, um, they're nesting on uh, Metal Tarma. Can we go up to one and then bow? Yeah, absolutely. So they would, um, uh, I think that this eagle would probably recognize you as a, a Numenorian, a descendant of a Numenorian, and would bow his head at you. Um, they look like they're almost, um, they're sort of five points of Numenor, and these uh, these eagles look to be um, like they're, 
yeah, like like they're on guard, of, you know, like that they're they're guarding the way, like almost blocking the way to <laughs> the blessed realm. I see like a cliff looking thing. Is that a cave? Yeah, there's a cave there. Okay, cool. Then we should go there. Everybody, follow me. All right. Okay. <laughs> so you guys going in? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> Do we see anything that looks like the tree we're looking for? Not out here, no. Okay. no it's got to be in the cave. I wasn't expecting a tree to go in the cave. <laughs> hey, look, a white tree. Sweet, we're done. <laughs> that was awesome. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose. 